Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show. It's been it's been a minute, but you know we've been doing other things. We stay working. You know we're keeping it hot for y'all. Uh, but we are here. We have uh, Mr. Q Storm in the building, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. Last Thursday, I met uh, the man who, and I don't care what nobody says. Go ahead. He might be an asshole or whatever. Dude was nice to me, and he built Star Trek. I met William Shatner. I'm good. All right. There you go. Well, I would throw another joke in there, but that, that I'd be the same way if it was Mark Hamill or somebody else. That's right. <laughs> so I can't talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, shit, I got to start calling you Mr. Afro Nerd. Switched over, crossed over. That's all right. Shit, man. You know, <laughs> it's all publicity. There's no such thing as bad publicity. No, no, no. That's, those are, that's my show. I, that's my guys over there. Shout out to those guys. I know him because of you, as a matter of fact. Oh, there you go. See, I, call me, I am your father. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Afro Nerd. Uh, shout out to Q Storm. Good to have you back on here. Also, we are joined by Mr. Ant Poo. How are you, sir? I've been delivered. I love oh. weed now. Whoa. Okay. Yes. I, I was about uh, yeah. to say, I was like, well, cl- cl- clean that up because he's been delivered. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, your boy been going through some stuff and I decided to uh, self-medicate and I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have had this stigma before because I feel good now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, on one hand, it's legal now. Is it legal in California? Yep. Um, I've been taking, um, believe it or not, cannabis mints. Five milligrams, yes, mints. <laughs> Kid you not. Now, I fucked up the first time because I just cracked that thing. You know, you put it in, I just cracked it and just paused, took it all the way down. So you got tic-tac but, weed, huh? Yes. Yes, you, you're supposed to, you know, like a regular mint, you know, you over time, let it dissolve. So, you know, hey, you know, I'm a rookie at this shit. Damn, I never it heard of that. Like, it took me three hours to figure out that vape pen. I'm like, how the fuck do you use this shit? Till I just realized you just inhaled. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. A black man uh, declaration. Uh, you know, he's now on the on the narcotic. Oh. <laughs> you know what they need to do? I just thought of it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, the you know the dominant society has this in their back pocket. It's gonna be. Probably Trump and them will put it out, and they'll put it out just for y'all. It'll be cannabis chicken. First of all, I don't even do chicken like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> it'll be some, there'll be a new law so they can sell it at Kentucky Fried Chicken and Popeyes. They'd be the first one to get. And boy, well, you heard, uh, your, what's your girl? Uh, Cynthia Nixon from Sex in the City. She's running for mayor of New York, I believe. Or governor, and she wants to instead of reparations, she wants to give black folks the first rights to the cannabis industry. Oh, with that, okay. hey, you know, that's a money maker, you have man. No idea yet how much money is being made. Uh, I went to one of my old colleagues. They had they did this entire line of product. They had the cream. They had lotion. They had pain medication spray. They had the mints. They had aspirin. They had the edible. I'm like, God damn! Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I, 
it's just amazing. All it took was some white people figuring out how to make some money off this, and it's amazing all the technology they came up for this usage. Yeah, man, they, they got uh, cannabis dental dams, money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Think I... uh, <laughs> wow. I'm so- Okay, I'm going to put it out there. If you are using a cannabis dental dam, you got a problem. Hey, man. You need it then? You need it then. Come hey. On, man. And you said they can make money. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, you got a problem if you're using that. I just don't know if that's a good look. <laughs> hey, you know. For a well, you know, maybe that's the way DJ Khaled's wife can get him to do that. Wow. Oh, there you go. I ain't, I ain't talking about nobody's wives. But that's, hey, that's how you get down and poop, ladies and gentlemen. All ah. right. So here we go. Uh, show's over. No. All right. Let's get into it, man. Uh, what do we got first on the docket? And let's start with this. Uh, speaking of funny style, the solo movie comes out this week, right? Uh, we've talked about this movie for a while. It's been marred in, uh, you know, the news of the production hadn't been has been rocky. You know, they had to fire the original two directors. They brought in Ron Howard. Um, they cut out uh what's my guy? Omar from The Wire. His character has totally been cut from the movie. Uh though he was one of the lead characters apparently or something like that. Was that oh was that the dude? Um what's his name? Michael K something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's they cut his stuff out of the movie. So it's one of these movies. You know, and I'm, I'm sad to say that with these Disney Star Wars movies, like the, you know, the, I call them the lower tier Star Wars movies, shout out to Afro Nerd, but the second tier <laughs> Star Wars movies, uh, they seem to be marred in just fuckery in the productions. I don't know why, but this seems to, you know, the, the, so that's what we've been hearing about this. And now the movie's about to come out. And I think this started at the Huffington Post with some sort of interview with one of the writers, I believe. And I didn't haven't really read the actual article, but I would not be surprised if the Huffington Post, you know, sort of asked this question. You know, obviously, they have clicks in mind uh, when they're doing these interviews. Don't ever get it twisted. So I don't know if they asked if a character was pansexual and then, you know, dude walked into the trap and answered it, not really understanding the game of what he was probably doing. But, you know, neither here nor there that conversation is now out there where oh lando is pansexual and you know at first i didn't know what the hell that meant you know uh but i guess that means a person who's just attracted to anything or person right or some any lord of living being whether they're male female human or otherwise or animals Uh, no is that what it means no (laughs) okay well tell me that you know what's funny that q always is the well, again, I read. Well, <laughs> you read? <laughs> no, no, you don't. So stop that. This no, no, talking about no, 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 wait, wait. No, you, you don't read. Best, you say yeah, that you, read. you listen. I do read. Well, I you must read. be read listening to a lot of like LGBTQ type things because you always be the first one to correct us on this. Thing. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a it's bad thing. But I, you know, I, I recognize the words from the teacher. Now, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, I have no. I'm not ashamed to say I. You shouldn't be. I, I support LGBTQ causes. I got no problem saying that. 
Um, pansexual means you uh, you are open to gay, lesbian, trans. Uh, I don't know what any of the other whatever they are. That's all that means. Not not animals. Damn. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh what? Well, I, I, I'm glad you corrected me. I, I didn't know. Like I said. Well, actually, it says I'm looking on on Google direct uh, definition. It says not limited to sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Right. Okay. Well, so whatever the definition is, I didn't know what it was. But, you know, it's... <laughs> you know what's funny? On my, <laughs> I keep reminding you, you had a gay man on your show. So stop playing brand new. <laughs> well, I, I do because I'm trying to learn. But, I again, I don't have the answer, Sway. Apparently you do in these regards. So that's all I was just saying. But, Gary, but you got the reference. Just give him a call. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that brother. I don't know him like that. I, I actually forgot I did that show. But once again, you always go, no, I'm like, hey, 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 you were in there. So I thought I, I applauded <laughs> hey, you for that show. You, I, 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 I know you did. I bet you you did. I, I bet you you did. <laughs> I don't know why you shouldn't be. I, I, go ahead, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, you got me rolling over here. Okay, so back to the Landos. Funny ass. Now, apparently Lando Calgrissian, <laughs> Billy D. Williams himself, not the actor, but, you know, he portrays the character. Apparently, they say now he's, he's pansexual, for whatever that means. But, you know, and that has caused a whole bunch of conversation, you know, uh, particularly in the Star Wars fan base of... You know, why is it necessary to say that? Is Does it have some sort of bearing on the story? Is that, was he pansexual back then? Um, and so I think it, it sort of puts a cloud over, a little cloud at least, over the release. Because, you know, the conversation is over here where it should be about how good is this movie? You know, is it a good Star Wars movie? And I, as I was looking at a lot of things, I see there's this whole sort of conversation what do they call it? The SJWs or social justice warrior. This is this term I'm seeing out there. And it seems like there's just like a civil war going on between people who feel like people are just trying to change everything to fit, you know, to more openness. And people who feel like, you know, these certain characters should be defined uh, by whatever they need to be, you know. Um, and And the thing is, to me, now I'm just giving my opinion on this Lando thing. And I haven't seen the movie. Ampu has, so we'll get into that. But I'm curious as to why it's even necessary to inject this into it. If it plays somehow into the story, fine. Okay. I, I, then I guess that would make sense. But if it is done to only sort of play to a certain audience because, you know, it's a very prominent presence in today's culture then I kind of do have a problem with that because was he pansexual when Billy D. Williams was playing the character? Did it matter back then? Uh, so I, and I just, you know, conspiracy brother would be like, well, why does Lando got to be? Can they just make Han Solo? Why don't he be pansexual? Would they have the balls to say that on his character or Luke for that matter? Uh, why has the black guy got to? be the one held up to to do all this kind of stuff. So 
So these are questions that I ask, but I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to go to Q Storm first. You know, a uh, defender uh, and supporter of these these things, which is nothing wrong with that. What, what do wait, you wait, think wait. about this? <laughs> I love what people. Go ahead. I was going to say put words in my mouth, but I can see uh, that. <laughs> Interesting reference. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I support LGBTQ causes. Now, in regards to this, I think it's stupid because the character has already been established as, as far as I'm concerned, heterosexual, <clears throat> rapidly heterosexual. And when you cast Billy D. Williams in that role, you're doing that for a reason. Billy D. Williams, he doesn't, I don't care what role he plays, he's playing Billy D. Williams, even in a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Billy D. Williams has a certain sexuality about him that's completely heterosexual. Um, so, but here's the thing. I've said this from the beginning. You know, some black folks will scream to the rafters when they take a white character and make him black, make him or her black. They love that. I've always said, you know what? If you scream for, to the rafters for that, it's going to come back to bite you. Someone else is going to co-opt something of yours. You're going to have a problem. And here we are. So, you know, hey, I've been saying I've been saying this from the beginning. So I think it's stupid. I think if you and this is what I said about race swapping as well, rather than change someone's gender or race, just create a new character that I mean, they couldn't have created a new character to to uh, to, you know, smuggle or whatever, fight alongside Han and Lando. So that's pretty much my position on it. Okay. yeah, I mean, you know. It'd be one thing if they said we're going to make, well, let's see, you know, we're going to make Lando white. <laughs> be like, well, how is that possible? Like, is he the same character? It just, it doesn't matter his race. Okay. Fine. That's what, it doesn't matter his sexuality. But again, it's just like, eh, you made a great point. You don't hire Billy D. Williams, who plays the ladies' man. He's seen as the ladies' man. And he would be, oh, but he... He would mac anything. Like he max men on women. I'm curious, and I haven't heard his his thoughts. I don't know if they're not letting him speak or something. But I'm curious what Billy D got to say about this. Like Billy D, Mister Colt 45 yourself. Why do you feel about uh, Lando? Well, I'll tell you, there's some bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, is that Billy? That's your Billy D right there. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I personally also real quick. I also think it's. I think it's. All, this is all just clickbaitism. Right. I mean, there's no way they're gonna have him play looking eye, looking at other men. And I think Donald Glover or someone said that the pansexualism. I mean, it's kind of like all right, whatever. But they were saying like they said that in a galaxy full of aliens, okay. you have no choice. You have no choice but to be pansexual. So they're making the they're making the uh, they're intimating that. Maybe he likes other races of women, which is, you know, whatever, man. Why yeah, actually, I, I, just, I think this just came out today, or at least I'm just two hours ago now you say that. Donald Glover asked Donald Glover about this, and his response is, how can you not be pansexual in space? There are so yeah, many things but, to have sex with. I didn't think that was that weird. So, yeah, he's coming on to everybody. I feel like if you're in space, it's kind of like the door is open. It's like... Not only guys or girls. No, it's anything. This thing is literally a blob. Are you a man or 
or a woman. Like, who cares? Have a good time out there. So he, he, he's talking about other type of thing. You know, he's, he's talking like any living type of thing. That's kind of what I was saying earlier. But go ahead. What were you saying? But I don't care if it's alien or earth, earthling. There's male and female. So if you fuck a female alien, you are here. If you only fucking female aliens, you are heterosexual. Yeah, but there he said are, he said guys or girls. So he's he's very clear to say that no, he's he's hollering at dudes too. So there yeah, you go. I mean, I'm I'm trying to like Donald Glover, but he's getting on my nerves more and more lately. <laughs> hey, man, this is America. <laughs> Brilliant video, but shut the fuck up. Hey, man, you gotta get his checks. I ain't, I get. Wow, it. so shut up and shut, <laughs> shut up and entertain. Up and, huh? <laughs> Dance for me. Uh, no, dance for me. I don't want to hear what you got to no, say outside. That's that. not what I'm saying. Shut the fuck up in terms of you. You he every time he opens his mouth, it seems like he does not understand the character. That's what I'm talking about. Well, that could be a whole other thing of do, do they understand these characters? But you know, I don't know, man. Well, so let's get the opinion of somebody who's actually seen the movie as well. And Pooh, man, what do you what do you have to say about this? Well, I mean, first off. Speak it to the on, mic, sir. That better? There you go. Uh, first off, uh, based on that interchange in the article, I didn't see it as they were making a hard and fast rule that Lando was pansexual. It sounded like he was saying, could he be, would he, what type of people he'd be sleeping with? So it doesn't appear that they did make Lando pansexual. This is the musings of uh, interviewer and the writer of the film. Secondly, my thing is, I am tired, seriously. I am fucking tired of defending men from women and black women specifically that think black men are trash. I'm tired of defending black men from cause of homophobia, the black community cause of homophobia. But then these intellectual pseudo hotel they know respectability politics negress blur dude blurs the moment they decide <laughs> to add something extra to a black character a black character that wasn't even made by black people a fictional sci-fi character not a real human fucking being a sci-fi character they lose their mind well no that he can't be that how i have to ask the question how Plain and simple, did we see Lando with the woman in Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi? No. He macked on, he's allegedly macked on Princess Leia, but we don't know that man's sexuality. And as we've learned, motherfuckers was out there fucking all kind of things. We just, Quincy Jones just exposed Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor exposed himself saying that he was he was messing with a transgender. So you up there talking... Did, did you not read the book? Oh, no, you, you, book? you were talking about fictional characters, then you just jumped into reality. But go ahead. Yeah, because I'm saying <laughs> exactly because I'm saying you're mad at this this portrayal of this fictional character, but it's fucking reality. People were doing this type of shit, so it's like I don't get all the 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 rigmarole of oh my god, no, you, Lando is sacred, as dude said in um, Chasing Amy. Fuck Lando Calrissian. 
if the portrayal of Lando Calrissian moving forward is that of pansexual, and that supposedly affects Billy D. Williams' legacy, then what fucking legacy did Billy D. Williams have if he ain't even playing the fucking character, and y'all want to be bitching about, oh, he can't be pansexual? I'm like, fuck out of here. Let me but, let me ask you a question real quick. What's your favorite movie? I really can't name one. I mean. I like a lot of stop, like, stop, 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 stop. I'm all, hey Mike. I'm already five steps ahead of you. <laughs> I know what's going with that. What, what movie do you like? Just, to, just you don't got to go too deep. Just what, give me something you like. You you watch a Friday. Friday. Okay, so if they came out and said they did Friday, what would it be the last one? I don't know. And they brought back Smokey, right? And they well, actually Smokey was gay. He was doing Craig. You be cool with that? <laughs> yeah, I got First of all, I don't know. if... Oh yeah, he was stop it. Stop. I wouldn't give a no. I wouldn't give a fuck. Okay. No. No, say no more then. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, it's. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Plain right, simple. Right. If playing the the changing of these fictional characters make absolutely no bearing on my masculinity or how I view black masculinity. If that's how I do it, fine. So be so, it. So if the, if, if the next, let me give you another example. So, and that's the case then, and next Friday, they, they both was doing each other. And then Craig leaves not only Nina Long's character for Smokey, but then he leaves Smokey so that he could be with a white dude. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you, Mike, you just went a little too far. <laughs> I was with you, Mike. And he and the and the underlying theme of the movie was black men are are trash, but but then you you come to realize Craig was his secret messages that they didn't show in the other scenes that they were remaking this new scene digitally that he was always Mike. undermining okay, black men. Like and he was like, like, black black men were trash. But you'd be like, nah, that that's that don't mean me no difference. It ain't got nothing to do with my city. Come on, stop. You just trying to score points now, Mike. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I would say this. I, I you know, um I just think even though I do I don't have any problem with um LGBTQ issues or anything like that, I do think our black sons need to see both sides of the coin. So if you go into a Star Wars movie that up until recently only had one male black character, up until recently, you had Mace Windu and you had Lando. So if you if my son goes in to see, or let's say my little brother who's uh, eight, and he hasn't seen any Star Wars film, I'm not going to say, even though I support LGBTQ, I, I would want him to walk in and say, Oh, there's a black man that looks like me and acts like me. Hmm? Assuming that my little brother does not have a grasp on his sexuality yet. So, eight, so, so that means you are getting him the Lando doll? If he wants it. Okay. And if it and if the and it had a accessory it was a dress? <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> How many points do you get for that, Mike? I don't know, maybe thirteen or something. <laughs> <laughs> like at least on, on on a wire, which I still haven't watched all the way through. Wasn't there uh, one of the drug dealers was gay, right? Omar, one of the top characters. Oh. Yeah, badass. So you, I mean, I I don't have. I, I but found I mean, it, well, go I, ahead. I don't know where I, you're going with this. I was just found it as I found it as shocking, but I'm like, okay. But you had a balance. You had balance there. Sure. You know, well, not too much. I mean, you only had one gay character, and the rest of them were straight, but. 
well, you saw in in black with black men, you saw a balance. You saw you know that some go one way, some go the other way. You know, so so kind of where we're going with this conversation, you know, it's and it's just the changing times because again, I'll admit I'm more a traditionalist. I'm older. You know, we're all older here, but I grew up where fairy tales they didn't inject sexuality in, into them. Uh, you know, Star Wars for me was essentially a fairy tale. It's a fantasy movie. You know, I saw that as a very young child. <clears throat> uh, it didn't deal with any of that. Uh, it has a little sexuality, if you want to call it that, where you know there's the princess and then, you know, the guy's trying to get the princess. You know, but that sort of ties back to just very traditional rescue the, the damsel type thing, which a lot of people probably have issues with today, right? You, you can't have that. You can't, she can't be, you know, defenseless character, blah, blah, blah. Which Princess Leia was not defenseless. She was getting it in. Uh, but, you know, it's sort of where it kind of gets a little interesting is when you, well, okay, you know, Jar Jar's pansexual and he, he might be getting with this thing. It, it, it just gets to, when do you start introducing these themes into this type of entertainment? Now, again, some people will argue that Star Wars is just as a blockbuster PG-13 movie like anything else, which it is. But for me, I'm an older Star Wars dude, so I just kind of like, on some hand, I just be like, I don't know, Star Wars was just not the place for all of that. It was just to be fun. We didn't have to deal with these types of issues because it's not really important to the story per se, but it's a different time. So I can understand where they may be like, no, nah, you know, the next Star Wars, it may be a dude, you know, fighting to save the guy princess or something, right? And he wants to get with her or maybe the next one, the Han Solo type character will be getting with another dude or the, the next, you know, they could flip it where it's a female scoundrel and she trying to get with another female scoundrel. She's trying to get with the princess. And, and you know what I mean? And I guess that would be fine. It's just different. I, I'm, I have to learn to be like, okay, this is, hey, this is not, it's not 1977 or whatever. It's some different shit going on. I and mean, I guess we have to accept that. You know, I think a, a lot of people, there's a lot of stuff that's going on where it's just like, for some people it's, why they got to have that black guy in the movie? Why is he? What was my man? Finn. You know, it was a lot of when, when Force Awakens first, people had issues with Finn being in the movie. Why is a black dude one of the lead characters? This is our Star Wars. This is our, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I guess it's all of the same sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, they sound just like them. Just like them. But again, you know, I have to be careful to say, well, when they take something that you really are into and they flip it i guess you have to have that as you're, as you're saying and you have to have that same energy so when craig is gay you have to have that same energy that you have now for friday friday on your ass the sequel where, you know here you go where, where he gets with debo <laughs> I said, well that's, that's how it is you, you gotta be like when debo was actually the r kelly character you go well craig was old enough he wanted to be there I don't know why I went there, but oh, and so with that said, Ant, how did you, what did you think of Solo, and not the Mario Van Peebles version, but this new one? There was a Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> Go look it up. I know. I, how saw, to I sadly saw that in the theater, but uh, anyway. uh, you, oh, for I'm gonna say this, and I think my record is pretty spot on. This is. <laughs> Whatever. What's your record looking like, homeboy? 
you want to go. This is the best Star Wars film since Return of the Jedi. And it, I might put it over the over Return of the Jedi upon further viewings. Does the guy Alden, whatever his name is, I don't really care to know the actor's name, make you forget Han Solo, make you forget Harrison Ford? Absolutely not. But the role that they gave him to do, the character they gave him, the dialogue that he was given, he nailed everything about this, everything in this film. I'm watching him and I'm like, okay, I'm, he's engaging to me. I'm like, I'm forgetting that there was a Harrison Ford character before, before this. He got me into this film. He wasn't a detriment to this film. He wasn't thinking like, oh, man, I ain't hot. Oh, that man ain't hot. Now, unfortunately, you're not thinking, okay, this dude is replacing him. But at the same time, I'm enjoying the film. To the other extent, Donald Glover playing Lando, he started off doing an impression, somewhat of a homage. And by mid-film, you're like, okay, he's he's take, bringing his own take. He's owning it. Everything was perfect. He would be happy. It's not Sith versus Jedi. I don't want to give too much to you, but it's not Sith versus Jedi. It's not Rebels versus Empire. It's a brand new story. To me, it was fresh. They introduced new characters, new villains, new themes that was going on within the galaxy. And I, from start to finish, the film starts off on a high action point. It ends. Uh, I don't want to give away the ending because it's it's kind of it's kind of killer. It's not better than. Uh, what they did with Darth Vader in that hallway scene, but they give us something where you're like, okay, I want to see the next movie. Plain simple, they are setting up a sequel. In my opinion, they might be setting up a trilogy. They end the film where there's more story to be told with with a particular character, and you want to see how does that play out. I was disappointed to... Damn, I don't want to get that way either. Anyway, go see this film. It's the best one since Return of the Jedi. The acting is on point. Dude is not the new Han Solo. Um, he doesn't replace Harrison Ford at all, but he does a great job. Uh, Donald Glover is dope in this. They have some damn good dope characters. Woody Harrelson. This this film is actually more about Woody Harrelson's character than anybody else, but he was cool in this film. I loved it. All right, let me. Let, are you saying it is better than Return of the Jedi? I just want to be clear. No, I say it's the best since Return of the Jedi, and upon further viewings, I think I might put it ahead of it. So, with even just the inkling that it might be better than <clears throat> Return of the Jedi, which, you know, the first three movies are classics, period. But yeah. to stick with Return of the Jedi. So, you're saying that there's things in this that are better than when Luke comes in to Jabba, he's badass, you're like, whoa, it's Luke choking people. You're saying that you know, it's better. It's better action than yeah. When, yeah, when, it's better when, action when Lando. I mean, excuse me. When Luke busts out and goes off on Jabba's palace and rescues everybody's adventure, swashbuckling. Uh, you know, uh, just a little higher, a little higher. You know, that's, that's my Lando. Anyway, um, La- Luke with his father reuniting the tension there and then going to see Emperor Palpatine and all of that stuff. I mean, that's, like, that's you know, the, 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 the groundbreaking at the time, groundbreaking speeder chase sequence in the forest, which kids all over was trying to mimic. And just, uh, you're saying this movie could possibly be greater than that? Yes. Okay. I, I I don't want to I mean, give you. 
Yeah, I, I don't want to give you, you know, story no, points because I want to. you to go in as fresh as possible. But yeah, I mean, I would say this: the action in this film is better than Return of the Jedi. Well, yes. no, okay, so you're sort of changing what you said because you said the movie was better. Now you're just saying the action, I mean, which I would imagine the action shot okay. 2018. Okay. Let me say again. <laughs> Let me be clear. Yes, please. I say this is the best Star Wars film since Return of the Jedi. Upon further viewings, I might be tempted to put it ahead of it. You were mentioning action, and I said, no, I mentioned, hey, I, I mentioned, I, I, I said the scenes with Luke film. and. Darth Vader meeting the talk, that whole tension, I, I get that. taking I get the, the mask I, off, and the I sister, no, and then I, getting up and taking, you know, uh, Palpatine and throwing him over. And he's, oh, oh. Yeah, but but they, they, you've got all that going on and more. That, that's what I'm asking. You and mentioned Mike, 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 you're going for the. Uh, hey, I, well, when a man says that this movie, uh, you got yeah, setting a very high bar, so I'm just like, oh, they done knocked it out well, of the park. Because I, now, now the reviews I'm seeing say otherwise, but you saying something <laughs> different. That's why I'm, that's why I'm asking. Well, my, I, I would say um, I do find it hard to believe that this movie is is better than Return of the Jedi, but I put Rogue One as my second favorite Star Wars film, which is problematic. But go ahead. Yeah. But, Mike, you mentioned a number of different things from Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. I keyed in on, you said, you mentioned an action scene. So I keyed in on, like, yes, the action in Solo is better than what's in Return of the Jedi. Yes. But you're not not saying that the tension-filled scenes of acting are better, or are they? Nah, I, I again, I see it on repeat viewings. I, right now, I can't say that. That's why I said, since Return of the Jedi, and I need to see it again, to put it to move it ahead. Okay. Yeah, I would say you see it because you know with these movies, you can get you can get hyped when you come out. Now, first of all, you you've seen it pre 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 release, so a lot of times you see these guys and they get online, they see these movies before everybody else. They're already on you know on some other. Oh, I saw it. Wow. You know, I got to see it. Okay. Well, we don't care about that. How was the movie? So you have to sort of let. Can remember, it was people. Batman v Superman and this such every comic book movie is the best comic book movie of all time before it was released to the public when you hear those first reactions that's what they always say right so that's why I want to know like what parts you're saying is better than this this and this so yeah it's a very big thing that you put a pedestal I I can't wait to see the movie like you know I'm very scared for the movie and again you're saying something that I've I've listened to some other people and they have very different reactions to it so this this must be a movie that goes either way, right? Because I just heard somebody today say they saw the press screening. They said people was in there laughing at the movie and not with it at times. And the lady was like, and I'm not mad that they did that. And I was like, whoa. That don't okay. sound too good. So I don't know. Yeah. I just don't say, in all the trailers I've seen, that guy playing Han Solo, I don't know what they saw. I'm just basing on the trailers. But I don't know what the hell they saw in him. He's he's mo- and even with Donald Glover, he does not strike me as portraying Lando the way I'm used to Lando being portrayed by Billy D. I'm just going by the trailers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the tra- yeah the trailers. I don't know what just, listen. I don't know what uh, Star Wars and Lucasarts is doing because this this one is just. The way they release everything, it seems crazy. But maybe they holding apparent apparently to Ant, they holding it all back, and they got the best thing since Return of the Jedi. So if I'm hey, I'm a, I'm all there. You know, say I'm ready. 
I would definitely be seeing it. And, you know, we've got pansexualism and you know, all this other stuff. <laughs> all I can say yeah, is Star Wars thing. is this, man. They need to... Uh, I just think they might need to slow it down, man. Like, I'm a super Star Wars head, but just keep the quality up. And I know that... I know probably in about five years, I'll probably be... The, leading the charge like F star. <laughs> sad that I say that, but I can kind of see it coming because it's just, they're going to milk this motherfucker dry. Because <laughs> I can, when you say they set it up for another sequel, I'm like, no shit. Like I know that's, all Disney movies, they do that, right? They, sometimes they do it to the detrimental to the movie. So I can imagine they don't, yeah, we're going to end this with, you're going to be so high. And again, it's not hard to do with Rogue One. You know, and I've said what I said about that movie, but I'll be the first one to tell you that Darth Vader, that's, that's dope as hell. But I mean, it's obvious, like you could put something like that in damn near every movie and you're going to walk out of there and be like, yo, I mean, you know, Marvel could easily do that, even though they don't need to do it. They could be like, let's put a scene in there that would blow everybody's mind. really have to play into the story if you cut that scene out it wouldn't affect the movie but it'd be such a head buster and they'll move they'll leave out of this hype ready to buy tickets to the next one i mean that's just so to me like yeah any film can do that like it's not i don't applaud i don't i applaud them for it but it ain't like eh, i know what you're doing if you go back and look they added that to the movie and but it makes sense they're trying to sell tickets but that's so, not the only thing that people are saying that makes that a good movie. Well, it, well it's not, but it, it does left you leave the last thing you see, and it's such a striking thing to see. Like, they use a fan-favorite character doing some shit you ain't never see, and it's high action. Of course, it's going to elicit the most extreme response when a person walks out of that movie, even if the movie, to me, has some flaws in it. So it's not... I, I don't... I'm not going to give them... Like, ah, yeah, if Solo doesn't let me. Of course, that's what they're supposed to do nowadays. And particularly with this franchise, all of these movies are, in my opinion, are unnecessary. But again, if they're done well, I'll watch it. But, you know, uh, taking a, again, it'd be no different if they did a Luke movie. I'd be like, eh, is it necessary for us to see that? We already, it's, it's the character. Like, you're just making up shit that we've heard about. I, I, I haven't seen this movie, but I imagine the Kessel Run I guarantee you it must play something to do with this movie, right? I hope not. I'm sure it does. There ain't no way they're going to do this and not just pull all the things you've heard about. That's how they do all their movies. Even Force Awakens and the prequels are all just like, okay, we're going to show you this little thing. You're going to show you that. You're going to show you that. I mean, it's shoddy storytelling, but I get it. So I just hope it's done well when you're dealing with characters like this that we know so much and you can't help but compare them to Lando. Uh, compare them to Harrison Ford and Billy D. Hopefully, it's done well, and you're saying it is, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, well, in my opinion, they didn't. They toned down the nostalgia. Like there's certain things that happen, you, you know, they have to do it. Like you know, Chewie and and, and Han, that relationship. But at least the story was on point to me. It wasn't like. Um, what was it? Revenge of the Sith, where they just, oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into exile to Dagobah. And you're like, oh, okay, because that's where you gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna watch over him in Tatooine, and oh, we're gonna mind wipe the, uh, uh, the, the files of the droids because they have to not know who none of this. That they, they don't insult your intelligence at all with any of the nostalgias, the things that you have heard about previously. It all fits into the story. Like Rogue One. 
No, Rogue One, yeah. <laughs> no. The whole movie is Rogue that, right? Oh, well, we're going to show one. you why this happened because of, for this. And we'll lead it right up to the next. I mean, it's all I, sort of pulling shit that you already know. Yeah, we'll we'll but, just show you that. But I'm just saying, you don't really have to do that in movies. You could really just come with something totally different and be set in the same galaxy. They ain't all got to tie together. But I get it. I get it. Go ahead. You, you I, I don't off. mind. I don't mind if they show show me some. I don't know. I guess it's all subjective. I was gonna say I, I don't want to see the Kessel run, but then again, I don't mind if they showed me how the plans were acquired from the Death Star because it seemed like it's a much broader story that there's some interesting stuff there to tell. So maybe it's just subjective. Like for Star Trek, for example, the the original, the the one from 2009. I didn't need to see Kirk beat the Kobayashi Marutas. I thought that was a horrible scene. And, and so the thing is, I and I and I don't know how you feel about the movie. I don't remember. But I really, really like that movie. But I could see how for a hardcore person, this is just like blasphemy or why, why recast these people? Why show some of the same stuff we've already heard about? But for me, it was done in a present day presentation that I really enjoy that movie. Uh, I, I started having problems with the second one because I think they went way overboard, but they did the same. Well, let's just do Wrath of Khan over and we're going to redo these scenes in certain ways and flip it on his head. But it's, you know, I can imagine. I'm not even hardcore Star Trek, but even I was like, nah, fuck out of here. This is, this shit is corny. But I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe you did, did like it, Q. No, I, I, I haven't liked any. I've liked the third one okay because they're starting to act like the characters, but the, I, I, as a general whole, no, I think it's horrible that they so we kind of the same roles. way. We, we kind of the same way on our perspective ones that we love. But hey, if you read my re- if you've been watching my reviews, you know that. But that's okay. All right. What's what's, what's the view count? <laughs> no, just, just jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Okay. I'm just fucking All with right. you. <laughs> 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 okay, we got to get off a of solo. Uh, he, he, he might like that. Unpause him. Uh, Deadpool, Deadpool two, has been released. I believe we've all seen it. Uh, Q, what did you yeah. think of Deadpool two? <clears throat> well, uh, I just realized that I am not the audience for Deadpool. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Uh, I think Ryan Reynolds is very funny, but after a while, I guess I got tired of the end jokes. When I say end jokes, I mean breaking the fourth wall and all the. I just see this kind of like frat boy. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I don't mean to offend people that know me won't be offended. I, Go ahead. I find it as I, I just find it just full of white frat boy humor, mm. and it gets tiresome after a while. I thought the I thought the central story was not that interesting, and we're, I'm, we're not spoiling, are we? Um, no, I guess not. I don't, I don't, I don't need to spoil. I thought the central story, which was surrounding Fire Fist, the young kid, I just didn't find that story compelling enough to throw all this stuff into this movie. They threw something, they threw so much into this and like in service of a story that was just kind of like, eh. There's one sequence where he's putting together a superhero team. I'm not going to spoil it, even though I think it's in the trailers. And it was funny as I was laughing my ass off at that and what happens. But at the end of the day, after it was done, I was like, damn, they just they just they're just doing this to these characters just just for a quick laugh. And it's kind 
kind of like, wow, that's all these characters mean to y'all? And then at the end, they do kind of like a Doctor Strange, Superman, the movie kind of thing. And it's like, ah, all right. But uh, it, it wasn't a bad movie. If you're a fan of Deadpool, you'll love it. So I gave it three and a half. I gave it three reels out of five. And I said in my review that I'm not going to let my lack of liking Deadpool all that much. I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to penalize the movie for that because it's not necessarily a bad movie. I just thought they tried to do too much. There's one character in here. I really wanted to see more about that character. Which one? I was like, oh shit! Now that had me interested. And they don't. Which they really character don't, are you talking about? Well, I don't want to spoil it. It's kind of like a su- surprise yeah. cameo. Oh, okay, okay. The, you know the 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 character that's locked up and gets out. Oh, uh, I guess it is a spoiler. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll go ahead. I know what you're talking about. Are we not spoiling? I guess it's been out a week already. Well, I, I'll say at this from this point, you've heard Q's basically most of his review. So from here on, we will spoil it. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm talking about Juggernaut. Shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Juggernaut. Yeah. He looked bad. He looked awesome. badass. I'm, yeah. I'm like, God damn. I, I got it right. And then I, and then I googled Juggernaut because when I was reading X Men, he didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't half that size. Oh, interesting. Uh, but now I'm looking at these new artists. Uh, well, not new since the late 90s, I guess. Um, who Leafy? I don't know. I'm going to throw out some names. Uh, Fasi, Fabienza or something like that. On, on your Michael Dean, I see. Go ahead. And Leafeld or something like that. I don't know. Whoa, uh, you don't know Rob Liefeld? I know these guys. I know the artists. I don't know if they drew. I don't know if they're the ones responsible for how these characters became. Well, Fabian's a writer, so he didn't draw that. <clears throat> well, I know that Juggernaut, the first time I saw him was in Spider-Man. This is in the 80s, John Romita Jr.'s run, and he was big like that. So Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of remember Juggernaut from when he was, when he when it was around the time, I think it was in the late 80s, when he was revealed to be Professor X's half-brother, I think. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't remember him being that big. Well, all right, yeah, I, it, go ahead. Yeah. This dude made the Hulk look like a... But like uh, uh, Captain uh, Steve Rogers in the forties. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, just quick, my quick thoughts on this. And let me say this: the first Deadpool I thought was good. I wasn't a super fan like most people were, but I did think it was enjoyable. But you know, I was just I wasn't all all into it. But I thought it was good for whatever reason. This movie, I loved it. Like. Uh, I just thought, it, first of all, it was funny to me. And a lot of times I don't think movies are that funny. I was laughing at a lot of this stuff. It was over the top, uh, violent. I mean, it was a lot of action. It just starts off and it had the music going and everything. I actually really loved this movie. I thought it was very well done. Um, I love that it was a lot of stuff in it. I love that, you know, he went through this and then they do something with his girlfriend early on, which I won't spoil that. And I was like, whoa, okay. And I, you know what, this movie had like, um, it wasn't just straight slapstick jokes. It was like kind of emotional at times, which I was shocked about. I was like, this kind of sad. I was like, man, they're, they're kind of making this character a little deeper, you know, giving him something to, to go by. And I thought that was very interesting. And then, you know, he, goes right back into being an asshole but i loved it i just thought it was very interesting i love how they deal with the x-men and putting those characters in there 
I don't know if this is the same people who make this movie that make the other X-Men movies, but they just need to go ahead and let these motherfuckers have the reins along with the dudes who make the Wolverine stuff. Because I just thought they nailed this for a Marvel movie to actually be able to pull all these different characters and the stuff he was saying. He was referencing DC shit, uh, Marvel Studios shit. I just was like, I was like, man, this was like a damn comic book. Like it was like he was so aware, you know, he could break the wall and just break the movie wall, you know, and talk about the other studios and stuff. I just thought that was brilliant. Uh, I, I love the action. Uh, the other cast, the, the what's it called? The X-Force. I thought that was hysterical. I laughed the way that they all went out. I thought, I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah, all these things ain't got to make it. Blah, blah, blah. I thought they thought it was cool because I just thought, oh, we're going to just get this team movie now and everyone to have their little quirks and things. But they kind of go a different direction with that. I thought that was great. Uh, what's the chick from Atlanta? Uh, Domino. She was basically like Final Destination in person. Like, <laughs> just like everything was on some <laughs> Final Destination. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, you know, and it just meant like it was going to be some wild stunts you know, action pieces. And I thought that was cool. I come to find out, but I believe one of the guys from John Wick directed this movie that made that. I, I could see it. I was like, okay, yeah. And let me say, uh, the MVP of this year in, in these movies is his name, uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. I, hey man, he, I don't know what he got, where he allow him to do whatever. Tip my hat. You know, he did his thing on Thanos. He did his thing here on cable. I thought cable was dope. You know, I was I was like, man, this dude, he knocking it out the box. You know, he's playing these characters, he's getting double checks on these niggas. So I was like, do you dope? Uh the the some cameos in this movie. I was like, whoa. Again, just go on and bring the X-Men into this bitch and let it happen. The end credits I thought was hilarious. Uh listen. Just go ahead. This is the money maker for. I hope on one hand, this is why I want Marvel to get or Disney to get all these because they need to make the movie that's got Logan, Deadpool, and pulling cats from some of the other Marvel movies. They'll cake. They'll cake out because they don't get these movies. They're not for kids. It's so over the top, violent, and craziness. And I think that works very well in that and him sort of being winks and nods to what may be going on in some of the other movies I think would be brilliant but I think he nails he is Deadpool in my opinion nails that character he seems to love playing that character I think he nails it you know to me Hugh Jackman nails fucking Wolverine Downey Jr. nails you know Iron Man and Cap they need to be in something together they'd just be golden man I just uh I, 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 was, I thought it was a perfect comic book movie, in my opinion. And I'm not a big Deadpool fan, but I love this movie. Um, and Pooh. Well, I, I guess <clears throat> I'm going to have to echo Q's opinion on this film. Deadpool ain't for me. I The first one, I, I get it. I, I know a ton of geek friends that that love deadpool that swear by deadpool i thought the opening sequence was cool i thought the final boss battle was cool everything in between was boring i get it they were spoofing a lot of different films but in my opinion if you're going to spoof and parody and poke fun and be clever it's got to be good this film other than domino specifically zazai beats the 
X-Force, the demise of X-Force. That was the only thing that I really enjoyed about this film. Again, once again, I get it. They're poking fun at these time travel films. They're poking fun at the action hero who loses a loved one and has the uh, the crisis of faith and all that other good stuff. But it's got to be good. And for the most part, I was sitting there on Facebook talking shit about this movie on Twitter. Like, God damn, this film is trash. Is it over yet? Uh, on Facebook, like, OK, this shit is boring. I'm sorry. I didn't like the film. It, it was funny in parts. The action scenes, they were dope, but the story didn't care for it. And I know it's going to make a ton of money. I know they're going to do hellified sequels, probably the X-Force sequel and whatnot. And that's fine because at the end of the day, we need successful comic book films, even if they're not to my liking, because every comic book film, can successful one, cannot be Marvel, because then everybody thinks that's how we have to do a comic book film. This is different. I don't think they need to go to it as cussing. I don't think they need to go to it as violence and the blood to be successful. But apparently that appeals to people. It just doesn't appeal to me. Deadpool 2 ain't feeling it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, of course we need that. We got to keep our Punisher, man. They ain't going to edit that out of that, so. We need hard body work. All right. Uh, so there you go. Check out Deadpool 2. Let's shift gears and get into this other conversation. Uh, the N-word. Nigga, niggas, nigglets, niggers, whatever. Negroes. Uh, apparently there's, I, and again, I don't know the song, uh, but there was a video that's kind of making the rounds of Ken, Kendrick Lamar on stage. It looked like at some festival or something. And uh, I don't know why, but he has a, a white girl up on stage, and she she has a microphone. I didn't know that's what we're doing now, but she had a mic. She's not a rapper or a performer, from what I understand. And I guess she was singing along to the song, apparently. And I guess in the song, the N-word is said. So she was, you know, saying it, singing along with the song. And then Kendrick Lamar stopped the music. You know, it's like, yo... You're not really supposed to be saying that. And, you know, people are cheering. Ah, yeah, you know, or, or I don't know if they were kind of booing her a little bit once he stopped the music. But, you know, sort of now, you know, at least for this few couple days, you know, the conversation now was, well, should white people or any people that matter, I guess, say the N-word if not that people of color, if they hear it in music? Here's my quick hot take. I say, say it. You... you want to sing along to the song and they're saying the n-word and you feel like yo i want to sing this too and you have you and you have a you know you're an adult and you have common sense so you know what you're doing go ahead and say it if that's what you want to do but you know you can't be mad if someone pushes back at you about saying just like you know if you say something you know it's inflammatory then you have to have that same energy well, well hey yo what the fuck are you talking about well, no, I have the right to say it. Oh, okay. I mean, you have to be willing to deal with your consequences. So as long as you're of, of an adult and you understand that, I say say whatever the hell you want to say, right? Uh, if you see something in a movie and they're doing something that's against what you normally do, but you so you want to do it, then go ahead. But you have to deal with the consequences if you're following somebody else that's not you. If, and if it's something about a life that you're not involved in, you got to have common sense to think, well, do I want that smoke? Do I want what comes to that? 
You know, and it's not a, it's not, even, I take the race thing out of it. It's anything. Like if you, again, to me, uh, you know, if you use rap, there's a lot of rap that's riddled with gang, uh, not only imagery, but lyrics. I'm black, whatever. I'm not going to be walking outside with a red rag on my back or a blue rag because Snoop did it or Tupac had this. Left side. Yeah. I'm not going to have because, again, I know what comes with that and I'm an adult. So I have to make the choice. Do I want to fake like I'm rapping or do I want to be I'm cuz, you know, and sing some of these Crip songs or do they dances and stuff? Uh, Nope. (laughs) Because uh, now I have the right to do it. But they they also have the let me be careful here. Some of them may have the knucklehead sense or gang culture mentality that they're gonna be like, "Oh, you in this? Oh, you in this? <laughs> you want the smoke? Okay, what's that you claim? Oh no, nah, man, I was just singing with Snoop. And I can't say that because I I had the right to say it. Now they had the right to whip my ass. I, I have the right to call the police, but I've already got my ass whooped. So on, on this thing, if you want to say the N-word, and let's be honest, if you're a white, it's 2018, you're an adult, and you want to say the N-word, my first thing would be to you is, do you have a job? Okay. Is, is you saying that going to affect your job? Because we see now these videos can go viral. And listen, these places, they don't play the, you have a right, we're going to fight for your right to say songs and po- They'd be like, you, you, you making our company look bad. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you can go sing them lyrics over there, but clock out first. We, we're not, we're not gonna be a part of that. So I was, if you, if you're white, and you're gonna be out there saying the N word, you wanna make sure that you have your own company or you have other things going on because there might be some repercussions that come back to you, and and you may win a lawsuit later if if you can try to prove that the company fired you wrongfully because you were saying racial stuff in the public arena. But until that happens, you're going to be out of work. So I don't know if that right to fight that is worth it for you, but I would say think twice. Uh, Now that's, that's my opinion, but I'm saying this as a 58 year old black man. Uh, You might be a, you see that young girl on stage. He might just be not care. Having fun. Ah, oh, nigga, that's selling niggas. I don't want a nigga. You know, hey, do you? You, 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 the ones that be buying that music. Do what you want to do. It's the same thing for uh, with these little kids. I see. Catch me outside. Uh, what's the? the have you heard of the little Tay, Aunt Pooh? Why you gotta come to me? Oh, well, because I well, because because you <laughs> you you swim in the ratchet pool <laughs> of content, and, and so you so don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> yes, I've heard of her. Okay, but right. point. Well, let's see. There you go. Don't get in your feelings. We just I'm just trying to make a point. So this is a young Asian girl. She looked like she was nine or ten years old, and she online social media viral, and she saying all this. You know, ghetto stuff and ah, bitches. You know all of that, and you got these white girls catch me outside. Oh, how? Oh, you know, and it was with the young girl, white girl that was threatening Snoop. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So again, she has the right to do that, right? She's the white girl. She is influenced by hip hop or gangster rap culture. I'll put that on that, right? And so now she's on video with guns. 
and she used to calling people niggas and she, Snoop, we'll run up on you. Now, again, what happened? The next day or so, 24 hours later, damn near crying, apologizing because wasn't ready for the consequences of her action. She had the right to do it. But listen, you got to walk out in the real world. And there's the people that's going to test you. They may not care about your right. They just see somebody and they, they ain't thinking. Triggered, right? Because that's what that's, you might trigger somebody. So that's why I'm saying you got to think. Now, if you want to act like a nigga, don't be mad when you become a nigga. You know, that's what, there's a great book called Everything But the Burden. If you want to say nigga, say it. But you can't be mad when they treat you like a nigga. Like, you got to, my thing is, again, you should, hey, that's what you want to, you want to say, we can treat you that way. You, you know, you can't just tip, tiptoe in and no, come on in. Because <laughs> we can't tiptoe out of it, so why would you, right? You want to be like it. So that's my opinion on long-winded. Q-Strong, what say you? <clears throat> well, I, I think you broke it down as to why white people might want to, why white people have the right to say it, but why they want to reconsider saying it. My thing is, why do black people uh, say it consistently and they sell it and then they invite white people on stage to sing and then they get feelings when when the white person Sings the lyrics in the song. Well, you just I, to correct I, what you said, you should say person, not people, because I was one person that did that. Black people are not saying you can't. You can't say it. Well, we 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 we're gonna understand that I'm speaking in the because uh, I say we I say I'm black and I say we should they should, we should say it. they should say it. We, we we're gonna can we agree that when I say black people, it's understood that not literally every black person. I'm well, again, uh, no, well, no, because I want to we want to talk about because, again, I'm a black person, people. And I know a lot of black people that ain't got no problem with that. But again, ain't got no problem slapping a person that say it either. So I wouldn't okay. be in my, you can say it. I say you should right. say it. But let me just get my point across. Sure, no, I just wanted to be some, be some little correction on you. Just that person so over there. Not, not a lot of black people. I don't think the majority of black people have a problem with it, personally. They don't have a problem with white people saying the N-word? Is that what you're saying? Not in that context. Not in what context? Of what we're talking about. Well, in these songs, that's, that's not my understanding. <laughs> well, you're, again, but well, you're basing it off of that one person. But go ahead. I, I just wanted to put that clear. But go ahead, make your point. My well, I, I think we're working off of off of uh, a different differing opinions on a premise. My premise that I understand is that black people, in general, do have a problem when white people who may be steeped in the culture even use the N word. That that's my that's my understanding. I mean, if if I don't know how this white girl got on stage, uh, unless someone can present uh, facts to me, I'm going to assume she was invited on stage. Unless security is lax as hell, right? I don't think there's any question on, on that. But you're right. Right. So it just it makes absolutely zero sense to me that this white girl was allowed on stage to sing this song. They had the N word in it, and then they're going to shut down the show. To say, well, no, no, you can't say that word. You, <laughs> that makes that makes absolutely zero sense to me. Now I'll say this: if rappers don't want white folks buying uh, singing those lyrics, then you should just sell your material to black folks. Make make sure you the only the white folks can't buy your records because you don't have a problem taking their money. 
You want them to you want them to buy your songs. So don't you want them to enjoy your songs? I I, I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. Oh, oh you don't. Uh, well, I would. No, I say, yeah. Okay. Well, I would say you know, uh, you're right. Uh, I I agree with you. Like to me, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, again, it, I only saw a clip of that, so I don't know where he was performing at. But it didn't look like he was like the BET Awards or Essence Fest or something like that. It looked like it was you know a predominantly non people of color audience. And if your songs are riddled with these words, you can't be mad if they screaming the words to your song. Uh, but but me personally, I would be like, go ahead. Now, I would say, you can say it here, but I ain't responsible for you when you say it on the street. Because <laughs> everybody ain't like it. Again, you're going to trigger somebody. So you have to use your own discernment and judgment of when you want to sing along to this. You know, no different than any other music. You know, I'm not going to be saying, I'm not going to play Ice Cube at work. Old Ice Cube. You'd be fired. Right, that's he talk crazy, like killing white folks and all those. Like them two, th- them two guys that were f- fired from was it, was it actually a Starbucks? They were playing uh, a song that had the N word all up in it, and someone complained, and the two barristers were fired. Okay, well that makes sense. Like I said earlier, these companies ain't don't care about your rights. You making a company look bad, yeah. But I mean, going back to what you were saying, like they don't want to sell their music to white folks. To me. The more niggas, the better in the music. That's, I mean, NWA proved that. They want to hear that stuff in the music. They, they laugh. To, now, to me personally, I think they think it's funny. <laughs> like, it's, it's low-key laughing at you and paying you to do it than it is that they real, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a nigga. Ha <laughs> you know, I'm a nigga. I'm a nigga. I'm a nigga. Hey, Tony, I'm a nigga. <laughs> you know, they, that's funny to them. Like, it's fun. Again, it's tiptoe. They don't want to be a nigga. Like, they don't want somebody to say, you can't work here. Or they don't want to go into Starbucks and be told they can't do this. And they, they don't want that part. of the, That's not the fun part. They just want the, the laugh, shucking and jiving, the dancing, and the, you know, the, the performance part. That's funny to them. Or, oh. you know, certain dressing where, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a pimp. Well, yeah, th- that's funny. But trust me, they don't want the real experience. So I get why the rap is successful. And I'm not downplaying Kendrick Lamar. He's a brilliant artist, to be very clear here. But they're obviously, to me, in my opinion, it's more so the nigga, the better. The more ratchet, the better. And I, to me, it proves that point is because you'll literally have white kids, these white girls, who would purely adopt their ratchetness and think that's black, right? And they're becoming these viral stars. But they don't want to actually really be treated on a, on a more realistic quote-unquote nigga experience. But they just, oh, this is what, it, you know, you shake your head this way, and you're, uh-uh, girl, you know, all that stereotypical. That's to me how they look at it. And that's why it's successful. It ain't, they're not trying to take you serious. And, you know, so when you say, why would he stop that? I agree. Man, you up there, you up there dancing. Let's be clear. <laughs> you might be spitting some knowledge in your rap, but you dancing. You're not, it ain't no book and you're not giving a lecture. You're dancing. So you can't be mad when the people that are saying, dance, boy, are enjoying what you're saying. And you think it sounds funny for them to say it. It's kind of like with Dave Chappelle, right? He kind of realized, ah, are they laughing at me or laughing with me? 
Let me get the fuck. I'm out the game. Fuck this. This shit don't. It don't feel right. That's to me what it is. It's the same type. It's like, eh, like you said, don't be in your feelings when they. There you go. Oh wait, I I didn't mean it like that. Uh, hey, we paying you, ain't we? Dance, boy. But I'm clowning. Ample. <laughs> Ample. You could have a whole different perspective. What you think? I think she was out of pocket and she deserved to get checked. Yes, they put. They're putting this music out that has this language in it, but plain and simple, just because that shit is there, don't mean you get to say it. When I'm in the car with my kids, I'm not, and we're singing, I'm checking them like, yo, you don't get to say that word. Yeah, I'm listening to this shit, but you ain't a grown ass fucking adult to be able to say say these words. And yes, I'm cussing at the motherfucker saying, no, you can't say that shit. Yes, that's how I parent, fuck y'all. Anyway. Same point is if we're not gonna check a Quentin Tarantino for having nigga 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 all throughout his films, even when there's no fucking need for it, then why the fuck do we feel the need that we should check our own people for the type of language and the type of product that they're putting out? That's how I see that shit. And if we can self-censor ourselves with other words around kids in songs, then damn it, white people, sorry. You don't want the burden, so you have to censor yourself. So too bad that you were invited to the cookout, but your ass and your bland ass potato salad has to sit in the corner and can't get in on the electric slide. That's fucking life. Too bad. Well, yeah, I, I feel like I'm jumping on both sides, but I, I would say it, it's their cookout, though. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, we ain't putting the records out. They are. <laughs> And anybody who, and we talk about buying records, though no one is buying records, if there are records to be bought, the money's going to them first. Let's be very clear. Like, niggas is getting scraps. I got a little lost. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I got a little lost on the comparison with um, Django Unchained, which was set in a period of time when the the N-word was used to describe blacks versus black people using the n-word in lyrics today is that a question to me i don't think he said Django I, I, and Chay. I think he said quentin Tarantino said, in general but I'm, i could I, be wrong oh me oh, so i'm asking is that question to me yes okay i didn't say Django and Chay. well what were you referring to i was referring to quentin tarantino and his need to put the n-word in his films which are in Jackie Brown, which are in Kill Bill, which are in Django Unchained as well, which are in Death Proof. Boy, kind of right. <laughs> which is in Reservoir Dogs as well, which is as well as in Pulp Fiction. Mm. Why, do you, why do you have a problem with him putting that word in his films? Because I feel it's unnecessary. He doesn't need to, he doesn't need to have the person called a nigger. And yet, do you feel it's unnecessary for hip hop artists to use the word all the time? All the time? So you know hip hop artists use it all the time? No, no, I'm asking you a question. Do, do you feel like it's necessary for hip hop artists to use the words freak? Okay, I'll rephrase. Yes. Do you feel it's unnecessary? Do you not feel it's unnecessary for hip hop artists to use the word frequently? Mm, depending on what the song is. Yeah. So why yeah. is well, it? Well, Q, let me just jump in real quick, though. I mean, so to be clear, though, he almost made it sound like it's in every Quentin Tarantino movie for the most part. And we obviously know the majority of hip hop records do not contain the N-word, right? 
I mean, hip hop is such a large thing that a lot of people don't go down like that. Don't let the mainstream push of the gangsterism, ratchetness <clears throat> sway us to think that that is the majority of hip hop. That's what's presented in the mainstream. But all of his movies sort of have that word in it. I, th- I don't think that, I think that you're comparing two different things. Well, I don't rem- I have to watch Reservoir Dogs again. I don't remember hearing it in that movie. Um, what was it? Uh, I'll send you. I will send you a link to every Quentin. It's a video that says every Quentin Tarantino movie that has nigger in it. I'll send you the link. Right. And my question is, is he is he creating a character that's a racist character that it would make sense to him? You kind of cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, you keep coming I'm, back. I'm, I'm using, I'm I know he's good white folk now. I get it. His movies are entertaining, but you kind I know, but you kind of like, why are you fighting so hard? But go ahead. <laughs> I'm using, I'm, I'm just saying, if he's creating a character that's an asshole and a racist, I would expect that person to use the N-word. Okay, well, in Death Proof, when... I don't, ex- I don't expect, uh, I, I really, I honestly don't expect, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Sometimes I slip and I say it. You say it on the show, right? I, I I admit that. I don't. I I should not. I should check myself. But what I'm saying is, if we're gonna penalize Quentin Tarantino, I think we should penalize our definitely penalize our own people for using the word. Some, some people do, right? That cape has been pulled out. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> There's a big movement that people, black people, shouldn't use that that word. We, there was a whole thing. We put that word to death. Again, all of our stuff doesn't have that, but I guess the argument is say all of his stuff does it. And, you know, the first person thing is going to say, well, he's not even black. And is, is there always an, uh, a coincidence or a reason why it has to be in every one of his movies? I mean, it'd be like this Spielberg doesn't have it in all of his movies, or this person doesn't have it in all of their work. Hell, even Snoop Dogg, who I would say uses it a lot, can give you projects that don't have that word in it, right? So it, it is a little, but, a little telling. But who are, who are the artists that are being pushed out in front? Are they the ones that don't use the word mostly in, in the general or artists that do use well, the again, word? Again, you ask yourself, who's pushing that music out? But that's not the question. <laughs> well, no, but I'm asking you, like, it's a deeper question I mean, than what they, you're they, asking, they right? Only, they can only push out product that we provide them. Not necessarily. Okay. We well, don't. We don't provide them with "Catch Me Outside, Girl" and these things that are hitting right now. Six. What's his name? Takashi Six. I, I am talking about hip hop. <laughs> they are rappers. I'm talking, I'm talking about, about the music. I'm talking about the right. Music. I'm talking about rappers. I know you don't know these names, so that's why I'm just saying. I'm talking about rappers <laughs> that are actually white. Uh, again, we don't push Post these. Malone, right. I'm talking about the people that's hitting Action today. Bronson. Right. We, they dominate the culture. Let's be clear. Right, but you're talking about white rappers that use the N-word, correct? That are popular today. Right, okay. Well, but they, did, they didn't originate that word. They felt comfortable saying it. Sure, saying they didn't word. originate that word? Well, actually, they did. But I'm talking about the rappers. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. They felt. Let me ask you, if Eminem were to use the N-word, would, would black people have a problem with that? Yes, and they, they did. did. He There's did use the N-word before. He even admits that it was a problematic, and he was called out for it. He doesn't okay. use it. There was actually right. a, a tape surface where he was going at a his former ex black girlfriend, and they they went in his ass for that. He called his ex black girlfriend a, 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 the n word. Yes, yeah. called her a bitch. All that. Very big scandal at the time. 
And this was well, taped, this was taped before he became popular, but obviously once it came out, this was the whole thing with the Source magazine. Went in on this, Benzino and all this. Obviously you missed that, but it was a big thing. Yeah. Well, for me, I my my bottom line is it just seems it seems ridiculous that we use the word time in and time out. We sell it across the across the world. And some of us identify with that word, identify ourselves with that word. And we we want to we say we want to take the word back. We're 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 giving we're taking the power from that word and making it our own. Right. And we want to identify with that word. And yet when white people who like the music and like the culture want to identify us as that, mm-hmm. then we have a problem. It makes some, no some sense. Some of us do have a problem, right? And some of us don't. That's true. Well, you can say that about any. All right, I'm just saying what you say. I'm, I agree with you. I say right. Some of you, you say we. I'm just saying. Let's be clear. And I know you like to just throw it out as a general, but I'm saying a lot of us don't have a problem, and a lot of us do. It's not. But, but it goes both about, ways. It goes. But both we're ways. talking about in this conversation the people that do. I mean, what you're saying is obvious. Well, I'm talking about we're Kendrick talking Lamar. The people that do have a problem. I, I, I'm talking about Kendrick Lamar. That has a problem. Right. He had a problem with it. Right. So that's what I'm talking about. Well, we I know, but you you shorter on that. Well, we us Negroes always. Well, I ain't doing no, all that. I'm talking about this man in this Negro, context of what we're talking about. I get what you're saying. Now, I I said you was kind of, you know, he's kind of making some points about Quentin. But it's interesting that you just kept. I went, well, that, that, well, what about what about black? But I, I didn't like, do okay. that, Mike. I didn't do that at all. See, I didn't do that at all. <laughs> you kind of did. Well, you kind of did. Let me. I, no, what I said was, why shouldn't he use the word? Depending, like Ant said, when I asked him about should hip hoppers necessarily uh, use that word, and he said, well, it depends on the song. Well, okay, I'm saying. Should Tarantino be able to use that? Well, it depends on the character or the film. Right. Really? But the so, thing was, so, all his yeah, movies really, must depend really. on it, right? That's the thing. Yeah, this is the problem. This is the problem. Well, no, the See, problem is, so all never, of his movies never, have to depend on that then? Because all to, of hip-hop doesn't depend on that. We're not used to not having our cake and eating it, too. Right, but did you hear what I just asked you? That's the thing. You asked me, do all, you said all hip-hop does not use the word, but why, does, why do all of Quentin Tarantino's films Use the word. Yeah, I give you a perfect example. Death proof. The ladies were sitting around a table. The black girl, surprise, surprise, was telling the story, and she decided to call Zoe, the stunt woman, a nigga. Why? Explain how that situation called for the N word. I'd have to see the movie. You could tell me more about the character and make a make a case, but I haven't seen that movie. Okay. So I don't. I can't answer that question. Okay. But I can tell you, all I can tell you is what you laughed at before, is that maybe the character is an asshole and maybe the character is a racist. So it would make sense. I said it was a black girl. So the black girl oh, is a black, racist that calls... racist against other black people or other people? And w- so being a racist, she's calling a non-black person an in, the N-word? You've never seen that happen before? In a racist? That's never thing. happened before? I've never seen a black racist call a non-black person the N-word. Okay. No. I'm going to strike the black racist. Have you ever heard... <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. He just I'm made striking. a point, but now you want to strike that because it I'll doesn't match I'm, what okay, you're saying? I'm, let's, let's assume I'm wrong. I'm, let's assume I'm wrong. Have you never heard Who's a black person... Who's scoring now? But go ahead. Have you never heard a black person call a white person a nigga before? In a racist connotation? No. Oh, you said strike the racist. 
No, no, training day, yeah. So, so you're saying are you trying to catch me up when I say I'm wrong? I don't understand. No, I'm trying to understand your question. Have, have I ever heard that? Of course. So why? I, so again, but I haven't. Why? But again, in in every, I don't know every black person I've met that says that, but I do know every of his movies have said it. Let me ask you this: Why is every time we have these conversations <laughs> about these specifics? You then say, well, we can't talk. You're talking about everybody. I'm not talking about. I'm, well, because I'm you talk generally, that. right? As you of say, you say we. So, so I'm trying to understand. We can't just blanket everybody in the one thing if, if we all think differently. All black people are not a monolith, right? Do we understand that? Do we understand what that? Do we understand we're not a monolith? Can we of agree? Of course we understand that. Right. So yes, that's why when you say these things, I always want to make sure that we're not blanketing all black people. Again, you can't speak for all black people, nor can I. We, we need to be able to get out of our feelings and understand. I'm not like, in my feelings. I just want to be in some correction, right? We, it's not, it has nothing to do with emotion. It, and you don't have to overspeak me. So we can get out of our but feelings. But you've been doing that the whole time. But I'm the host of the show. I'm supposed to do that, right? So that's why I'm speaking calmly to you, right? So we can be out of our feelings, as you say. So I'm trying to be in a place of correction to say that we can't speak about all people. You might be knowing some that you deal with that work like that or what you have heard read that way. I may have heard different. So I, we got to be careful that we're not just blanketing all black people one way or all white people, right? Okay. So let me explain. When I say we, mm -hmm. black people, right. when I say black people or we, it's un let's, let's take it for a road that it's understood that I am not literally talking about every black person on the planet. Right. And I don't take it that way. I, I, I wouldn't think that should be, have to be said. And, and you okay. just heard I said I don't take it that way, right? Well, why are we talking about it? Why we you just I, I explain what I feel. And so, again, you can have your say. I'll let you say it. And I say I don't feel that way. So we're good. I thought you just spent the last two minutes lecturing me about I say things in general. I do. I did. So you do feel that way. That's what I'm telling sure you. You Q. shouldn't feel that way. Sure, Q. <laughs> have it, we'll have it black your people, way. You're right. Black people need to get out of their feelings when the people Very buying true. the music, whether black or white, like the song and sing the lyrics that you put in the song. I, I agree with you. So no argument. That being said, <laughs> black men should get out of their feelings when the people that are spending their money on solo are cool with Lando being pansexual. Well, that's different. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know that black men. Well, well, I guess I guess they see, are. I guess now they you're are trying getting... to be like, now you're doing this. Like, well, let me finish. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying you were about to go down that same road you're trying to tell us not to do. Can I finish my statement now? Now you can. And then you, can judge, and then you can judge it? Maybe. Go ahead. Okay. Get out your feelings, cute. <laughs> I'm not in my feelings. I just, I would like to be able to express a thought before people comment on it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. I know it's your show. But well, it makes you more wasting a lot of time. Keep going. Go ahead, sir. I get to say ahead. what I want to say. Say your comments, sir. We don't need all that. I think black men kind of should get out of their feelings when Lando is uh, presented as pansexual, because as I've said, I don't think under any circumstances are they going to have a major character like that uh, eyeing other men. Now, they may have a secondary character doing that and still say, well, Lando is pansexual, but they're not going to be doing that for that character. And we already said that it's just, I, well, at least I said it's clickbait. It's just John Kasdan saying, yeah, he's pansexual. He, uh, he has that vibe. But he's not going to write anything to that. And I haven't heard you say that he did, so I guess I'm right. Of course you're right. <laughs> well, I'm glad we agree with that. <laughs> I'll ask, did, 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 did Lando behave in any way other than heterosexual? 
or any sexuality in the film? Any sexuality, yes. Any other way, I did not see. What was the sexuality he behaved in, that he exhibited? Hetero. Okay. Which his character is known for, right? But the question is, why would you say that it's otherwise if it obviously plays no bearing into the story? No, the question was, should black men get out of their feelings if Lando's portrayed as pansexual? That was the question. Well, well, we answered that. I'm talking about originally the whole point of why it's pansexual to begin with is that the question is why even introduce that if it really has nothing to do with the movie, right? That's what I said. It, the offset of it is Huffington Post is baiting somebody into something and they don't have media training not to even go into that question to answer that because you're going to turn this billion dollar thing into a whole other thing, right? That's that's the real question. Like, Well, that's... The, but that... That's the real. That's maybe that's the overarching question for you. But I'm just saying the question was asked to me: Should black men get out of their feelings? Right. We, you answered that. We we got it. Right. Okay. Yeah, man. So you know the the whole thing is what were we we were talking about uh, the n words. Let's go back to that. Uh, like I said, like I like I said at the beginning, I say say it. You know, <clears throat> everyone got free freedom of speech, but as my man Ice T said, freedom of speech. Just watch what you say. And that, and that applies to anything. It ain't got nothing to do with the N-word. Pure common sense. Like I said, a rapper tell you to do a lot of things. But you'd be a fool to follow a rapper and you ain't a part of the lifestyle that they're glamorizing. Whether you black, Mexican, maybe Mexican rapper talking about something else and you ain't got nothing to do with that, you better stay. You better, yeah, you better keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you go you in know, the wrong I, environment saying this stuff and get your head blown off. I would say that that freedom of speech, just be careful what you say. I, I may have paraphrased it, but I think that's the same meaning. That should apply to the rappers who are using the N-word as well. Hey, be careful what you say, because you're going to sell that shit, and it's going to come back to you, and then you're going to be hurt. But if you care, right? I don't think most of these guys can care one way or the other. They ain't, if you're a bug-dancing rapper... Why would you know you don't you don't care no you just want the money I know, right most of most of the stories I've heard about white people using the N word the people have cared the rappers have cared like uh, I'm just curious beside this one which one are you talking about most of the what were the most of the ones you said all the stories all the stories that I've heard of rappers uh, right no I know I mean but which ones issue. I just which one are you talking I can't about? name them off the top of my head right now oh gotcha but I take I your word for it stories. I take your word for it I I I have heard for sure stories. for sure yeah I I, I hey. I know. I hear you. I know, and I know that conversation. You know, we blacks, man, I heard such and such and them said that. They, oh, for, oh, word, word. You know, we know where we, we put that. And you, know I'm, you, and you know I'm right, too, but that's okay. I, uh, for sure, you. That's what I said. For sure. Yeah, I know. You're right. I know. You're right. I know. I know. I know. You're I know. Right. I know. <laughs> Stay out your feelings now. I, I said you're right. I, well, I don't know why, I know why you're disagreeing with me. You're right. I, I was just I, I, asking you to expound I'm about what you were talking about. about. I I'm get it. People trying to score points, but <laughs> I'm not trying to score a point. Oh, I was get trying to get facts cla- out right now. clarity. Get your, get your out right Come now. on, get out your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. My fi- I promise, I'm not. But why you keep doubling what I'm saying? I said I hear you, bro. I just was thought. I thought you was. Hey, because I you thought you was about to to break it down for us. I I'm not gonna go. I'm fine. not gonna go <laughs> deeper. I'm not clowning. I'm just asking. I was like, oh, you got you got receipts. So let me see. What, what are you? Uh, well, I left them at home. Okay. I got it. I got well, it. And now, you know, that's a lot of us. Uh, some, I, I, know, uh, I, I know a lot of us black folk, we get the, well, I bought that stuff here. I know. Well, where the receipts at, man? Why well, I let them out? Oh, okay. 
I know, I know. What was that movie where LL Cool J was that big gangster Omar Epps was in? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me, this also reminds me, did anybody see that video of the young lady on the plane? Uh, black lady on the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit oh, Airlines Day. She jumped goodness. the... Uh... Oh, my goodness. What's this about? She says that somehow she missed her flight or she blamed that Spirit or whatever airline it was made her miss her flight somehow. It was Spirit. Spirit. So she went on a whole other plane and took a seat that she didn't have no ticket to and just said, ain't nobody going nowhere. If I got to miss my flight, y'all going to miss it too. It's, uh, I was like, oh, Lord, here we, as Q would say, here we, black people, go. I was like, Lord, we got to stop the foolishness, man. And that was stupid, too, because it's like, shit, you, you're going to jail for of that. Yeah, that's like, and then, you know, all these other people sitting on the plane like, huh? Like, we ain't got nothing to do with this. Why? And, and they had to take everybody off the plane. And you know, police coming in, and she was Facebooking the whole thing. Like, I, and she said something crazy, like, "New motherfuckers in there," and, and I don't cuss because I'm orthodox. <laughs> huh? Yes. What kind of fuckery? <sighs> why, Q? I blame you, Q. Just I don't know why. I just blame you. I just find it funny we're talking about this foolishness. We understand that, but not the other foolishness. Huh? <laughs> With yeah, forget it. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. The foolishness of us using the N-word and then complaining when other people shout it back at us in our from our music. And I know you don't understand that when I say our, I don't mean us all. What did that have to do with the flight lady? Because you, you understand that her antics were foolish. Right. Okay. okay. I'm with you. Keep going. And I think I think I heard someone said, we gotta stop the we gotta stop the I think you said Mike, something like we gotta stop the we gotta stop it, people. Yeah, I did huh? say that. I did say that, yes. Well, I'm just equating that back to the previous conversation, but we need to stop that as well. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. But yeah, so the lady on the plane uh, was, it was wild. Maybe I'll find that and inject that in here so you guys can hear that. Crazy. Um, any other topics or any other stories you guys wanted to get into? Anything you want to talk about? No. All right. Yep. Sorry. I'm good. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Um, let me just take a quick look. Oh, real quick. Um, Q Storm. Yeah. Uh, give us the updates of uh, the red shirts. Uh, updates? Well, oh, what, uh, you, you know, what you guys got coming up or got going on? Well, we recording, we'll be recording a show this Sunday. We're going to be um, reviewing what's probably considered, I don't necessarily consider it, but we'll be uh, reviewing what's considered the best Star Trek episode of any Trek series ever, and that is the original series episode, City on the Edge of Forever, which starred a young Joan Collins. Um, we're going to go into that. I'll talk a little bit about my meeting. Well, not, I didn't really meet the guy. But <laughs> you know, I think that's, I, how, that's I, how black folks do, boy. I, now, I, had I, with, uh, I had a meeting with Shatner, nigga. <laughs> You know, it was like, I'm, um, next, now, nah, next know. up for the photo. Do you got your $50? Okay, come on. I need uh, $50. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, listen, Shatner is on his, he, he's on his grip. He, he's like, 
you bought. I bought the ticket two weeks ago, <laughs> three weeks ago, and I asked, "Is there a VIP where you can take a photo?" Because he's an egotistical guy. I figured there's gonna be photos. And the woman said, "No, there's no photos." I get there, up upgrade your ticket, one hundred twenty five dollars. Take a photo. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I ain't gonna let you get off there. My man was like, oh, I had a meeting real quick. His brain, his brain kicked in and said, nah, I can't bullshit. These niggas ain't going to get on. He's like, nah, I mean. Uh. I overspoke when I said meeting. That's why I stopped. I Basically what it was, next. Next. And, you know, so that's what it was. But, uh, no, we'll, I'll talk about, you know, they, they did a um, viewing of Star Trek 2. It was amazing. The crowd was into it. They laughed at the right moments. They they clapped at the right moments. And um, where, where was this at? Uh, uh, maybe a couple of a, a couple hundred of us that upgraded our tickets went up and took a photo with William Shatner and kept well, it moving. Q, where was this? Was this some event or something? It was in Philadelphia at the um, I can't remember the the name of the venue, uh, the Music Academy or something like that. <clears throat> and uh, I guess he's doing a little tour now. Oh, okay. You know, he got mortgages to pay still. He's 85 years old. Oh, wow. 84, 85. Still out here getting it. Uh, yeah, and still lucid. And um, I wanted to shout out from my seat, you know, uh, give a shout out to Nichelle Nichols, you know, because she's she's battling um, dementia. Who is that? Is that the sister? Nichelle Nichols. Wow. That's the queen mother, man. That's the who? Queen mother of geekdom. She's uh, She played Uhura. Huh? You oh, heard okay. me. Queen mother of geekdom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I ain't mad at you. She's, she's part of history. She had that whole the whole thing oh, with Martin sure. Luther King and Okay. Um yeah. Cool, cool. You said she had dementia. She's struggling with dementia is the oh, latest wow. reports. Oh wow, I didn't know that. <clears throat> mm. And I'll be damned if I don't know if the Deadpool producers are trying to do something funny style. But the way uh, they had Leslie Uggams looking in that movie, she looked just like I'm, uh, I'm glad you said that. I thought that was her. Like I was like, I didn't know this lady was still acting. She's she's in. I was like, I was wondering why nobody talks about that. I was like, this is the lady from Star Trek. But you saying that's not her? That's Leslie Uggams. She the only thing I know her from. I know she's had a, a long career, but the only thing I know her from is Roots. She played uh, oh, wow. Kizzy. Oh, really? Shit. Wow. Okay. I had, Wow. That's an L on my part. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. She was she was fine. Too. I mean, I mean, she's still a beautiful wow, woman, but she was fine. Okay. Ain't no back to the day. This shit. Uh oh. Well, man, yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to your meeting with, with Mr. Shatner. Y'all go. <laughs> y'all go over the episodes of the Red Shirt. <laughs> we sat down and I negotiated his latest contract. There you go. <laughs> I'm going on tour. <laughs> Uh, I know that's what Q be saying when he be out there on the road on his shoots. He be at them bars, chopping it up with them old white dudes. Like, what do you do? Well, you know, I I run the official red shirts, uh, Star Trek podcast. He'll pull out. I got a yeah. I just met up with Will. Uh, Will the other who's Will? Uh, Shatner. Uh, oh, okay. Pull, you know, pull his phone out with his picture. He paid for hundred dollars. Yeah, here we go, right here. You know, he come here my car. Red shirts. Look at hey, you all, uh, you, you all right? I don't know first name. You ain't like the rest of them. <laughs> Buy that boy a drink. You know how they we tend to, to I'm saying we tend to exaggerate in show business. Right. You don't say. 
<laughs> oh man, hilarious. Um, oh, I know. Just one last thing. R. R. Kelly still in the news. Oh Lord. You know, another another lawsuit sued for sexual assault. I'm just saying, at this point, if you don't already know what you're dealing with with this guy, I mean, what? Unless he is blatantly like kidnapping people against their will, which I don't know. Maybe he may be. Uh, it's it's odd to me that he is allowed to be free if he's kidnapping women uh, in 2018. It's, it's wild to me. And I'm not an R. Kelly supporter at all, but it's just crazy. Like, I don't, I don't understand. What's sad to see is, is that I'll go on Twitter, I'll go on Facebook. Uh, I, I believe I put it in our uh, Slack channel. Uh, R. Kelly put up a video with him with Scottie Pippen, and I think it was John Legend. I, I can't remember. No, Tyrese and uh, Scottie Pippen. He was in the studio. My bad, John Legend. I know you ain't been in the studio. him under the <laughs> And he, I guess he was playing a new song. And what was sad to see was when I went under that tweet, all the comments from women, that's right, God got you. Or this is just another water on the bridge. We can't wait for that new music. I'm seeing black women after black women showing him support. And I'm just looking gobsmacked like, how is this possible? How? Well, he's a sex symbol, man. R. Kelly made a lot of music that has affected people, so they caping. They look past the, you know, the behavior. It happens to a lot of people. That's that's a damn shame, you know. It is. I mean, you- I'm willing to accept the mantra that black men are trash, and that's why they're supporting because they don't believe them hoes, them hoes lying on them. But you know, to see. Wait, wait, know, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I, I I didn't hear you right. You said you are willing to support the what mantra? No, I said I'm willing to believe the mantra that black men are trash, and they're willing to you know say, oh, well, you know, fuck all that, you know, because I'm sorry, some black men will say. Despite all the all the evidence that's been shown about R. Kelly, his history, and say, oh, well, you know, they'll find an excuse. We saw it with Bill Cosby. They'll find an excuse to to um, stay supporting him. But to see the black women, you know, older black women in their late thirties, in their forties, in their fifties, just going on with them, just like I just don't get that. I I really don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I see both ways. I, I, some people complain that black women are leading a charge against him. <laughs> now you're saying black people support him. So I don't know. I'm confused. Well, I mean, go look. Go look at the tweet. You'll see underneath them that the tweet had uh, well over 300 comments. It had over 10,000 likes. It had over uh, 5,000 retweets. Okay. And most of the comments, positive from black women, and from black men, and I'm just like, how? How do you? How are y'all supporting this? Okay. Well, we we well, assume they're black. Again, it's been proven that a lot of these. Yeah, you know what? Yes, black accounts are fake. <laughs> but I guess whatever. <laughs> we live, don't we live in a society where an ex-convict can marry into millions Here of dollars because go. he's good? I mean, we go. I don't understand. Well, again, there's nothing wait, wrong wait, with an ex, but, 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 but yes, because in this society, you can pay your crime and be uh, a positive person to society. This is a person who is not being convicted of any crimes, to be clear. But the allegations that he is 
a predator, child predator, and apparently an adult sexual predator of some sort. It's totally different things. Like a, a person's supposed to come out of prison and change their life for, for good. He's supposed to be rehabilitated. I assume that's what you would want him to do. Or you just feel like this is a society where we shouldn't allow ex-cons to marry billionaires. I don't understand. I'm just going to go ahead and say keep hating on home dude. Yeah, that pretty came much. That's but that's awesome. all right. It's good to have haters too, though. Not exactly. I'm, I guess I'm speaking, I'm making a more condemning the culture where black is he with a black woman or a white woman? Oh, let's just say women. <laughs> you dig your own are, grave. Go ahead. Are going to are, are basing their affections on how on a man in who's in prison, writing men in prison, and trying to hook up with men in prison. What is that? I, I don't understand that. Just well, like I don't right? Yeah, I, I feel you. But I think that's a whole different thing. He's a guy whose picture went viral because he's an, a good-looking young man, right? And nothing. So that's why his picture went out because mugshot came out. I don't know. Now, again, I don't know. You may have known that she was writing him in prison. I don't know that. But I think this, I would assume she got with him because of his looks, which obviously a lot of men do to women, right? Cupcake to their lives, to, to their last bankroll over how some chick look, even though she might be crazy and all of her ex-husbands, that she may have all these ex-husbands and stuff, and she might be a big actress. But a lot of brothers that cape for uh, a sister that look good. Uh, Halle Berry. So I mean, it's the same type of shit. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if Halle, if Halle Berry did jail time and I if she wasn't a star or anything like that, sure, I say, damn, she's fine. But I'm not trying to get with her if she's in jail. Right, <laughs> and we're supposed to believe that. Yeah, you're supposed to keep I'm, having yes. those meetings. <laughs> oh, dang, yeah, I'm sorry, Q. <laughs> I, I got to call you a hater on that because I'm like, okay, yes, the dude went to jail. I don't know what his crimes were. But if he's been out of jail and has been a model citizen, I don't see why he's literally a model citizen. He's literally a model. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's really living up to that. <laughs> you talk about what was the, the term is cape, caping, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. This guy that has a tattooed teardrop on his side is a model. So, okay. But he, I mean, but he is obviously he hasn't been in any I, trouble. Listen. Okay, let, let, so I mean, I, you're purely I, I, hating on him, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with cast that. Spurs. I don't want to come off as hating. I guess I'm saying the culture is askew. Sure. When we have men out here doing their thing, and women are hooking up with a guy just because he looks good, even though he got out of jail. Right, but <laughs> it, it's the same. But again, th that same. I agree with you, but it's the, that's the same thing we accept from men. You know. Yep. So I mean, you're right. <laughs> but it ain't got nothing to do with just Are women. Are there men it's hooking people. up with women going getting out of jail? Well, of Maybe course not out of jail, but they pulling them out of the strip club. There's women, yeah, pulling out of strip club. That women that they known. Are, are out there scandalous or no it's not the same running game no on people hate. got kids with this person and that person i mean well, it's even listen, more devious listen, than that listen. actually <laughs> that that do that there's men that know that these women are only in it for the money and they hooking up with them anyway because they they be like i know she don't want no good for me but i'm sprung so here's my check and then they dudes cry when they get took and they get girl pregnant and they like bang. China. yeah so i mean it goes both ways it's probably more so that men do it than women, to be honest with you. I'm going to say, before I got married, before I got married, there are some women that are stripping to pay for their law degree. Here you what? go. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That, that says it all. What you just said, they say no more. I'm just saying. We got I'm it. I'm just saying. 
I, I got it. Big difference just between stripping, dan- not even stripping, just dancing. Sipping, simp.com. You know, to make money, to finance, you know, your Harvard education. This oh, is, Harvard. As opposed to... This is what it know. sounds like when a simp lies. Keep going. Okay, see, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> you're going to keep it simple. That's what you're going to keep. Simple. <laughs> simple. I just she got going her law. She getting her law degree. I, I, I got. It. I just got called a simp on air. In, any man ain't gonna come on here and say the majority of these strippers out here getting law Who's degrees. Who's majority? Stop God it. damn! I'm I doing you. I'm doing majority. your logic. All we know, all these strippers out here. I ain't talking about all of them, Q. So I'm just saying I just we say all strippers. Oh, I know, but just like you ain't saying all black. I'm doing you. I'm just using your okay. logic. So don't say they, do- they 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 getting law degrees. Stop that. I'm not, I, what I'm saying, I'm not conflating strippers with felons. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I get it. I, and I, right, because you, you, you said in your previous life, club, before marriage, you have experience a, with a that. Felon. I get it. So I can't speak to your truth, your previous life before marriage. So I hear what you're saying. Can I? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I'm going to let it go. Okay. I just want to get for the record. Are you saying that black men who try to date dancers in exotic clubs you're conflating that with women who get with ex-cons no i am not if, if that's i thought that's to me. what i heard no i i wasn't even talking about strippers i said scandalous females who have nothing to offer you well, even though said, they look good it doesn't matter if they're stripping but i'm talking about the women who are actually getting dues for their money on purpose which i would think is a more criminal type of behavior stripping is nothing wrong with that i don't look down on a strip okay. nothing wrong with that somebody said it i i was just responding to that okay that's all i'm saying as, as what does mark say and once again you're wrong but I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> one of y'all said it and y'all keeping quiet well, <laughs> because per usual you're running your mouth so nobody can get a word in edgewise oh, but yeah i'm I'm running my mouth. Right. I mentioned, yes, I mentioned strippers. And I did say, you know what? They're not, I know they're not the same, but that's the best example I can give. <laughs> mm. Kind of like the Tarantino movies. But anyway. Wow. Wow. <sighs> this has been an explosive show. But it's good to be home, boy. <laughs> uh, hey, Cape for Tarantino. Very proud. Wow. Yeah, Cape for Tarantino and Bill Maher. Wow. Admit it. Hey, gotta yeah, own, I do. own it. Own it. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, I own it. There you go. I ain't mad at you. Not at all. If it was, if it was uh, Snoop Dogg. Well, no, I was gonna say if it was like George, George Lucas or somebody, I'd be caping. But they don't really say crazy shit. So, but anyway. I cape for Lucas. He looks like he's got his. He's making his. Well, no, I'm saying he doesn't say <laughs> stuff that I would need to cape for, though. You know, question. But they both like black women. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I came for him. Wait, the slavers comment? You didn't want to get that dude a side eye for that? Oh, I, well, I, I give him a side eye in terms of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. me personally, <laughs> I, I applaud him to say it, but I don't applaud him saying that in, oh, out there and open because that's gonna mess up his papers. So they they muted him and, and made him shut his mouth up on that. But I know what he's trying to say, and I know where he got that from. Mm, <laughs> the white slavers. <laughs> but he didn't say nothing against black folks, so that's why I'm just like, mm-hmm. ain't my problem. They got to hold their own nuts on them. <laughs> <laughs> I love black people, boy. We we won't. <laughs> <laughs> go, 
<laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit, I got caught. Well, see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Meetings. <laughs> Meetings. Uh, All right. That was good. All right. Well, we're we having fun today. So that's, what, that's the point. And in a serious note, as we wrap this thing up, let me say this. And I've said this on Facebook, but I, uh, my stepfather passed away recently. Oh, and yeah, I, and I'm saying this in a sense to all of my parents out there, uh, all of my dads in particular. You know, so here's a man, met my mom when I was, uh, it's 1988, so I was just graduating high school. They've been married like 30 years. Always did right by my mom, took care of her, whatever she needed. She had it. He was a good dude. And, you know, recently... You know, his health just kind of started going down. And then, like, in December, found out he had lung cancer. It's like, man, you know, he's at an age, and health-wise, we're just not going to be able to handle the chemo and all that. So just say, you know what, we're just going to ride it out, you know. So, start doing that, but this stuff goes, it starts going fast. And it was like maybe a month and a half ago, it was just too much for my mom to handle. Couldn't, you know, take care of him day-to-day. Essentially, he couldn't walk anymore. And it had just been too much for her to try to lift him out the bed and all this type of stuff. So we all came together and said, I guess the best thing is to find a home uh, that's close to my mom where we can put him there. And it was a trip because it was, uh, it was a very nice place, but they didn't have any beds. I was like, man, we might have to go to some places a little further out. But, you know, uh, my mom, my mom's church, they knew somebody. And the pastor's daughter worked there at HR at this place. He's like, let me see what I can do. Next day, boom, we got a bed for you. Matter of fact, we got his own room. Own room. It's like, man, blessing, dope. You know, so the place we wanted to go. And this is, and I say this because it's important, it's a, it's a Jewish uh, nursing home. It used to be totally Jews for a long time, but then they opened it for everybody. But it's like one of the top places. So got him in there, it's dope. And, you know, my mom, man, held him down every day. She was in there, stayed there every day with him. Uh, but, he's, you know, his health was starting to go down and stuff. So, But the, I said that to say is, you know, she, we all knew that it was coming eventually, right? And, um, yeah, like I said, it just was, my mom had an inkling uh, last weekend. She said, I'm going to stay overnight. And, you know, that morning, you know, he passed moving on to something better and now it's just like okay i gotta make sure stay on point with my mom you know say watch her it's a whole different life for her right there's a person you've been with for 30 years you've been taking care of him daily he's not here it's a whole different life shift and we gonna rock that together we, we she she's a rock she's a, it, someone already sort of dealt with that and do so we kind of catching up to her but we're doing this well let me say this uh and that's why I go back to my parents and my dad's. So my grandfather, he passed away a couple months ago, right? And uh, here's, the, here's the blessings and stuff that we leave for our next ones. And this is really all about working like a job and why stuff is important, what we do. Because here I am, I have some dental problems, right? I'm suffering from this toothache thing. I kind of mention that sometimes. And I'm like, finally, let me go to the dentist and take care of this. Go to the dentist. It's like, cool. 
I'm going to give you these pain meds, but we got to do this. There's a root canal, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. He's like, here's how much it's going to cost you. And I don't have health, you know, dental insurance. I'm like, woo. Okay. Woo. Uh, I got to figure this out. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to figure it out. And I'm like, man, I'm stressed about this, but I got to get this done, you know. And then I, and, and the other thing, I'm, I, you know, my kids are coming. I bought some plane tickets for my kids so they could come for it for the summer. I'm like, okay. So I come back home and uh, two days later, come home as a thing in the mail for me. It's like, what's this? Open it up. It's an insurance, life insurance check my grandfather had. And he had left some money for me. And so that was that was the dental thing done. I was like, man, even he not here, he's still taking care of the grandkids. He's still, you know, put in work, had things in place that left us with blessings. And I actually really needed that. And, you know, my grandfather, he was that one that everybody in the family knew when it was Christmas time or your birthday, he was breaking you off. It, it, that's just what he he go on and get them kids something even when he was, he was damn near an adult here go on and get your baby something or here you know and he was you know in his 80s almost 90 years old but he's a dude from the old school who worked every day you know 50 years two or three jobs still did what he liked to do but he was work he was put in that work and so I say all this to say like we got to make sure that whatever we doing, we putting stuff so our kids, so, you know, God willing, something don't happen to us. But if something do, we can still be that person for them because we don't know something might happen or whatever. And you can say, Psh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, so that's one of these big lessons I'm learning. And then in terms of my stepdad, my mom. You know, we're going over some family business and looking at different things. And my mom is straight. Like, he left her straight. You ain't got to even, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You ain't got to work no more. You good. And that's a blessing, man, because, you know, it's sad for, I think, some of our young people like us, we're not, sometimes we're not thinking like that. Like, thinking we're going to be here for a while. We better start putting stuff aside but when we get into our 60s, 70s, we may not want to work all the time and be able to relax a little bit or help our kids or go to college. We better start thinking about that, man. And, I, and I, I'm blessed that these brothers, you know, my grandparents and fathers and people thought, thought like that. Because here I am as a grown man. Yo, I needed that. I, they came at the right time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so pfft, I'm saying, I was to say, yo. Working like a job ain't no joke. Losing your family members ain't no joke. But we here alive today, so we got to leave legacies and leave blessings and take care of stuff so our kids don't be burdened with things that we could have handled as men. Um, I want y'all to go listen to this Tony M interview that's going to, for Patreon, you can hear it now. It's going to come out in a few days. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be out. But he talks some real shit about well, what happens after Prince or you after, yo, I got to give me a job, homie. <laughs> I got family. Even people rapping and all. No, I need four four hundred one k and retirement plan. We go, I'm going to get some work. Damn what these niggas think. I'm taking care of my people. So he's in some real 
grown man conversation in that, but it really ties yes. into everything that's going on. You know, that's what your man. Um, I forget his name. Martin's friend. What was his name? Oh, uh, Tommy. Talking about Tommy. Uh, oh, you talking? Uh, uh, he saw you selling used cars or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ronnie, and I was DeVoe. like, yeah. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Ronnie Devoe is another one. From New edition. He got his real estate business popping. Don't get it to. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, Ronnie, Ricky Ravi, he's doing his thing, but he'll be the first one. Him and his wife, they got their business popping. They're not, you know, damn about what y'all think. <laughs> you know, how y'all working? How am I not? You ain't paying these. I, we got to take care of business. So, yeah, we lost family members, but we're going to use that to strengthen us and to learn the lessons, man, even in death, still be a blessing. So, anyway, man, I just wanted to share that with, with people. Uh, but I appreciate everybody who had something nice to say or, you know, condolences came in. You know, it was great. So there you go. All right. We're about to get up out of here. Aunt Pooh, where can they find you online? Well, <clears throat> online, you can find me at uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Aunt Pooh. I have a new episode of the QA. We got together, which was interesting. Uh, conversation because I hated Deadpool. Mariah loved Deadpool, and that's her spirit animal. So that'll be up either late tonight or early tomorrow. And yeah, that's all I got going on. All right. And Cube Storm, where can they find you online? You can see my review of Deadpool 2 at real, R E E L, QStorm.com. Um, you can also check out, if you're a Star Trek fan, check out the Red Shirts. We've got plenty of shows up there. You can go to YouTube and search under Red Shirts, or you can go to Twitter, Red Shirts, uh, I'm sorry, at Red Shirts 1701, and Facebook, Red Shirts, a Star Trek podcast. All right. We love it. Definitely check us out at Podcast Juice. Check out uh, Muse to the Pharaoh podcast. We added uh, another Prince podcast with the ladies course check out the prince podcast check out high heel boots with lonnie stroke the third on patreon we got some other new stuff coming so definitely be on the lookout for that as i always say work it like a job we'll see you next time peace